Welcome, this is Recorded Live. I am Dexter, and along with me is the following people who are going to introduce themselves. I'm Tom. Uh, I'm here. I was here last week, you may recall. I'm Matt. I was here also last week. I'm Lee. This is my first time using technology. And that's us. Um, <laughs> to review, I'm trying to see. We got uh, several downloads. I was surprised. Um, Did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were all your friends. Oh, 20, uh, 20 total I mean, plays. And I think only like one of those was me. So. Well, I, I, I mean, only listened uh, to it eight times. So that's. Uh, Two out of three of us participants, you know, uh, linked it and promoted it. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like I needed to because my mom got it uh, from both of you, so, or at least from Matt. Uh, hmm. uh, Lee, did you listen to the last week's episode? I did. I uh, I added it really? to did, my iTunes. Um, did you really? Yeah, I, well, I haven't got to finish it yet, but I'm like halfway through it. Okay, well, Although did you get to the part where you talked about my mom? Uh, no, but Matt filled me in on that part. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she just, it was funny. She just texted me. Uh, uh, what did she, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna find it. She just said she listened to it and then she liked it. And so I just sent her an LOL and a smiley face. And then that was like the end of the conversation. She, or she said she enjoyed hearing my voice and that was it. And then it sounded like she had more of a conversation with Matt about it. <laughs> I didn't know. No, she just she just liked. Well, she my tweeted at you. Yeah, she yeah, tweeted she... at me. Dexter's mom tweeted at me after, of course, he <laughs> said on the podcast, "My mom's not going to listen to this." And I said, "She listens to. She watched all my video logs. Uh, she's going to watch. This. She's going to listen." No, no, to no. This. I and knew she... she was going to listen to it, uh, especially <laughs> if anyone promoted it. So. But uh, yeah, so I guess we're we're all allowed to swear except for Dexter. Uh, she said rules. she doesn't mind if you swear. Uh, I thought it said that she doesn't mind if anyone but me swears. No, 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 no. She said that she doesn't <laughs> mind. <laughs> uh, while we're doing this, I'll pull up the tweet. Uh, all right. Because it's the only tweet I've had, uh, you know, ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought that was a funny way of contacting you. I was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot he has a Twitter. I didn't know your mom had uh, followed me on Twitter because I just I don't use Twitter at like whatsoever. So, um, here it is. Yeah, your mom goes, I listen to you guys talk about me. I only worry, oh, yeah, I only worry about Dexter using uh, bad language. There you go. Yep, there you go. So, okay, no swearing for Dexter. I will refrain. That's fine. Ring it in, Dexter. Potty mouth. Are you not allowed to swear either, Lee? Uh, no, I'm horrible, but, you know, I got three kids <laughs> that I, I try to do a better job about not swearing around. Yeah, I get that. But, uh, he doesn't curse in text messages. That's true. I do. He censors I do censor himself. Text messages. <laughs> he censors his text messages. Well, like, that's what the that's what the poo emojis for. Unless we talk about <laughs> politics or a person that he absolutely hates, he just he censors all his text messages. <laughs> well, you know, he always, never, he always has. And and Lee's high position at where he works, you know, you never know when politics are going to get involved, and and somebody might hack his phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. There might be other things more worrying, but I, I don't know what those would be. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's who we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm really enjoying in the in the show notes here uh, that somebody added 
some intro show notes. So thank you for whoever did that. Probably Matt. Who do you think did it? And it wasn't Tom. No. <laughs> I did not do it. And it wasn't Lee, because I don't know that he knows about this document. I don't think Lee does have the doc. I was okay. going to send him a picture of it, but it literally is uh, our notes, which is pretty basic. So it's yeah, not really. It's, well, I just made it, what, yes, the end of the day yesterday, so we didn't have a whole lot of time. So maybe next week we'll be better prepared. But uh, does, does Lee know the topic for the day? I did. I told him what it is. All right. So in today, today's episode, we're going to be talking about collections. Uh, the things that we collect. It may or may not uh, in- involve comic books. It probably will. Um, but yeah, so b- before we get to that, I suppose, what what have we all been up to this week? Um, I've not left the house. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's about it. <laughs> Red. Uh, I, I've been I've been working. Uh, I, I'm I am one of the few essential people still at my job. Essential in quotes. So so you have uh, to go in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The there's been uh, there've been like I mean I guess it doesn't matter to share it's public information, but there've been like furloughs and stuff. So uh, because of because of this the situation that we are in, and so there's only a handful of people at each store, and I am among that handful at the at the Des Moines location where I work. So, so uh, for the sake of time travelers, the situation at hand is COVID-19. So oh, right. Yeah, that one. If you're, if you're 10 years in the future and you have just no idea of context right now, I guess there's that. Uh, so how many people are, are in the store? Like five? Oh, I mean, yeah, I think there's, yeah, there's, there's five people oh, who wow. are still on the schedule. Um, mm-hmm. And they, you know, yeah, they just have us just mailing fulfilling. Paper. Fulfilling orders, yeah, and, and taking calls from people and stuff, so. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's all right. Maddie, have you been getting coughed on? Uh, I haven't this week, but it yeah. doesn't it doesn't let down. It's yeah. still just busy with our with mine and Lee's jobs, you know. It's yeah. You know, we're vendors, we do grocery stores, so and those are the only places that are pretty much open. So, um, yeah, it's. It's pretty. It's been pretty busy. I mean, it, as busy it picked, as it can be. It probably too busy to be honest. But has it picked up because of people being stuck in the house and probably wanting groceries? No, not really. Oh, okay. I mean, That's it's okay. always busy. I mean, it's a grocery store. People, they're grocery stores. People are always in there shopping. So it's just kind of, um, it's kind of just expected. But I don't know. I mean, the. The window of availability to go is limited to what is it, Lee? It's like 12 to 13 hours. That's the only window people have to shop right now. So I mean, it's just as many people now trying to get everything as much as they can. Oh, are the like 24-hour stores not open 24 hours anymore? I presume. Yeah. When you say you haven't left the house, I'm fully understanding now that you haven't left your home in a month. Uh, no, I've not. I, I think I ran to Target once. I went to Price Chopper once and I've gone on walks. That's a literally. Oh, no. And I picked up some like food at a restaurant like a block away from my house, maybe once or twice. I think I went to Casey's to get a pizza once. So I've, I've literally left the house a handful of times other than to walk around my neighborhood. All stores now are mandated pretty much to close by 7 or 8 p.m. Oh, wow. OK. Yes, everything but gas stations. But even like uh, some gas stations, they're not that were 24 hours. They're not now. But 
Uh, I don't need to go into well, as long as they can chain. sell gas, I presume is the point. Well, most of that stuff's automated now. Like you right. pay it, yeah. Off, but no, a lot of places are closed. But no, this is kind of how I get this idea because this week Dexter asked, uh, said he had to go out and <laughs> asking if people were wearing the surgical masks because he had to go out and he didn't want to look foolish. And I, t- <laughs> I told him people have been wearing those for four weeks. No. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> did not realize that you really have not left at all. So yeah, no, it's um no, what social distancing like a boss. Well, you're yeah, doing it excellent. right. You're doing it right. Yeah. Indeed. Hey Lee, you're here. Oh right? yeah. You're not chiming in like at all. How was your week? It was good. I mean, okay. you know, doing doing what I can. Been working on my art quite a bit. Um, oh, that's good doodling and stuff and do you have to go into work or can you work remotely <clears throat> no i'm working so you go into the office yeah well you... i don't i don't go to the office but i go in the trade but i i mean i'm in the office but not very often so for some reason i always assume that you're a desk jockey but you actually go out and do stuff yeah oh, i didn't know that yep we're good good yep i don't have a lot to add on that front <laughs> are, you, are you so uh for the folks at home uh you make a comic, more or less, uh, the tales from the refrigerator. Yes, tales from the fridge. I do, I do. Um, currently, <laughs> is that what you're working on, or something else? Uh, I'm working on like little um, uh, zines of it. Oh yeah. To be honest, like foldable zines. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm also I've also been doing like the uh, the the crazy give me six fan arts to to create for the week so i've been working on that um creating different takes on or using my characters and you know giving my take on them to to people who want to see it so that's been kind of fun of course uh, is there a place where people can see those things what's that is there a place where people can see those things uh usually just on facebook um and then also on my twitter um uh leaster 37 also on instagram at leaster 37 Okay, cool. So, yeah. That's about it on my end. Okay, anybody else want to cover anything from this week? Did you go horseback riding? Anybody? Nobody? No. Okay. Definitely not. No, just working. That's all we kind of can do. You either work or you stay home. Oh, yeah, I forgot already. Uh, Yeah, I worked and then I thought about what collections I wanted to talk about today. All right. Well, who wants to go first on collections then? Oh, uh, you guys can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I don't mind going first. I'm first in the in the Google Doc here, so I don't. Yes, because it's alphabetical. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um. So so yeah so uh, I well I mean I guess should I just run through all of mine or do you guys want to like round robin it or like what do you want to do? Um. Well, do we have any overlap, I suppose? So you, it does not look like we have overlap. Not especially. <laughs> All right. Well, how about we just, uh, you can start, and we'll ask you questions if questions arise. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. So, I, um, I actually don't, I, Maddie and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. I don't, I don't actually really consider myself much of a collector of things. And so, I just tried to think of, 
like what are what are some some items that I own that I'm I'm just really happy to have and that I would just feel bad if I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I figure that's kind of what we're what we're talking about and kind of what collections are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I've worked at a bookstore for the past like. 13 years, uh, and because of that, I have access to a lot of well, books. Um, I'm not a, a huge avid reader or anything. I, I do have a pretty sizable collection, uh, mostly unread because I just buy things and and then don't actually take the time to sit down and read them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the the favorite book in my collection, the book that I'm happiest to own, and one that I actually do kind of flip through quite frequently, uh, is a book called the Codex Serafinianus, or Serafinianus, I don't know how you say it. Um, and Dexter, you said we'd have pictures uh, linked in the show notes. Yeah, if you send them um, to me. Yeah, I will send sure. you some pictures. Um, cool. This this book is, is kind of difficult to describe. It's by, it was created by an artist in the 70s, uh, and it's just, it's basically like, a, it's like an encyclopedia, it's got all of these different like diagrams and these like full color illustrations, but it's from like an alternate universe where things are kind of similar to here, but there's there's it's, everything is just a little bit alien. Uh, yes. And especially the writing, uh, it's all in this alien script that the artist developed. Um, and uh, codebreakers have tried to determine what it actually says because it, there are a lot of like repeating characters and things, so it looks like language, mm-hmm. um, but uh, not a lot of progress has been made. There's actually so I have a I have an updated version or a, a re a re-released version, sort of a facsimile copy from mm-hmm. like 2006, uh, and it has in the back the decodex, uh, which is just this little pamphlet, but it's in Italian, so. <laughs> So I've never tried to read it. That's <laughs> awesome. Honestly, I just, I really like it. I, I just like to kind of flip through it. And I'll, I'll make sure to take a couple pictures of some of the, the weirder diagrams. Um, it's just a really cool, like, inspirational thing for me. Like, anytime I'm not sure what to draw or I feel like I'm not sure what I, I want to do creatively, uh, it's fun to just kind of flip through this thing to, to sort of like weird myself out and recharge my batteries a little bit. <laughs> is, is that like something that you've gotten a lot of inspiration more specifically for your, for next deuce? Not really. I mean, oh. more than anything, it's just like, I, I think that the spectacle of it, like it's a big book. Like there's mm. hundreds of pages of all these, like all these different languages and different, uh, different illustrations. And I think that it's, it's just something that uh, that like you know this this didn't have to exist. There's no real reason for this to exist, but somebody took the time and like that's that's what art is sometimes. Is it's mm-hmm. bringing something into the world that wouldn't be there otherwise. And I think that's really cool and mm-hmm. it's just really well done. And it's just like I think I think what inspires me most about it is that it's like th- this is there probably wasn't anybody telling this guy like, Oh man, if you make that, I'm going to buy it. Like he, he just did it because he wanted to. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, just and sometimes I need to remind myself that that's like, that's the only reason I need is I just want to do it, you know? Right. Right. Well, and just, you made the comment though about his, um, the alien language. And I think the thing that really stands out to me in next is you do a really good job with the alien language. Oh, like, like on what? I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's just like it, you always work it into the background of like on posters and graffiti and just various things on the walls. And it's 
I know I, I always find that very interesting and your the detail there. And so I was just wondering, I guess, if that's if you got that idea from that book or I don't think so. Happy coincidence, I suppose. I, maybe, yeah. I, it's it's entirely possible that like that it occurred to me to do that because of this book. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's really cool. I was really excited when I saw it come into the store because I'd I'd heard of it and I'd seen a copy before. Oh um, wow, yeah. But uh, but when when I had the opportunity to to get a copy for myself, I definitely jumped on it. So so yeah, that's very cool. That's my first thing. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, okay, I guess the next thing I want to talk about was video games. So I'm not really much of a gamer anymore. Uh, I used to be consider myself much more of a gamer anymore these days. I I just play the occasional Pokemon game, uh, but. Uh, but I don't really have a lot of time for gaming these days. Um, but the the thing in my collection that I think is the coolest and that maybe has like the nicest story about it is I have uh, a copy of Earthbound for the Super Nintendo. Um, I still have a Super Nintendo. I still have a handful of games. But this is one of my favorite games. It's the first RPG game I ever played. I played it before I could even like read fully, so I didn't really understand what I was doing. <laughs> wow. Um, but, uh, but I always really liked it. I mean, if you're not familiar with Earthbound, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of a traditional turn-based, uh, RPG, um, where, you know, you go into kind of random battles and and take turns fighting and stuff. But the, the style is really weird. It's set in like suburban America. You're playing as a bunch of little kids instead of like swords and, uh, shields you equip baseball caps and and uh yo-yos and frying pans and things like that so it's very grounded in reality but it also has like a lot of really weird funky offbeat elements that that make it uh super interesting is um, it, is there like a character from this that's in super smash brothers that's just yeah, like ness. really insane yeah, ness. ness yeah okay uh, is from from earthbound and yeah okay. so all the a lot of the characters have psychic powers as well which hmm. is probably one of like the first uh, exposures I had to that as a as a like fictional concept, uh, and it's one that I've always really enjoyed. Um, you know, psychic powers as magic, basically, uh, and that's mm-hmm. a pretty heavy themed in Earthbound. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, it uh, and kind of a fun thing about it, uh, I I bought the game originally like at the software etc. at our local mall um, back in like middle school. <laughs> uh, when there were still software, et cetera, malls. When there were still malls. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I lent it to a friend of mine who really, really liked it uh, in high school. And then, you know, like so many things that you lend out in high school, it never made it back to me. Uh, right. it, it was lost or, or something along those lines. And, you know, I was sad, but I kind of let it go. Um, but then, like, maybe, like, three or four years ago, uh, out of the blue, uh, my, my good buddy who I had lent it to got me a replacement and he just brought mm-hmm. it to, to work and he just left it for me and apologized for losing the other one. And I thought that was really sweet and it was really nice. And I, I really enjoy having it again. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I'd always kind of wanted to replace it, but it's a pricey game these days. So yeah, I imagine uh, I was really happy that, uh, that he was able to replace that for me i i didn't need him to but i'm happy to have that so. 
I never played it. Uh, I have it, but I have never played it. I have it on the classic SNES, and I oh, just yeah. never fired it up because yeah. I never really knew what it was. Oh, it's interesting. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Oh really? Yeah. I do yeah. remember hearing about it. I just it. googled it just now, and I was just like, oh, that's that guy from that game. Yeah. <laughs> you probably I mean, played the Japanese <laughs> Mother Three and just didn't realize it. That's Maybe. most likely what I what I did. Yes. Yeah. No, I know. Not yeah. at all. Because you play a lot of Japanese video games. I know what's up. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I flew in Japanese. What? Yeah, I'm not going to. Okay. I don't know if I can, like, recommend it. Like, I really enjoyed <laughs> it, but it was, it was something that was really, like, you know, I played it at a time in my life. I don't know if I'd never played it before and I played it now, if I would like it at all. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I don't know that I could recommend it to anybody. Well, uh, but it is, it is really cool. Like, it's very unique. That's kind of like the... What? That had a sequel? It had many sequels. The original Earthbound was actually a sequel called Mother 2, and there was a third third game called Mother 3 that was for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I've never played any of the Mother games. I've only ever played Earthbound. Hmm. Huh. But yeah, I know it's it's part of that that series, but it's standalone. Like, there's... I think there are some characters that (coughs) hold through... Um, but it's it's not like it picks up and leaves off or anything like that. So kind of like Final Fantasy, story. I suppose. Yeah, a bit, I think. Each one's individual. Speaking of, actually, I was just you saying that um, like playing it now, it might not be any good. And with like the the re-release of Final Fantasy VII that just came out yesterday or today. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And when I first found out about that, I was just like, oh man, that'd be cool. And then I thought about it, I was like, but was that even a good game? Like, well, <laughs> it's it's um it's it's not like a, an upgrade in graphics or anything. It's the remake is a completely new game. Oh yes, yeah, they totally yeah. changed it up. Well, and when I when I it's seen, an action RPG. Yeah, well, it's seeing some of like the trailer and stuff, I'm like, oh, I wish I got that. But I don't have a PS4. I just have an Xbox, so I'd have to. They're not a lot of money. Well, it's okay because it's not even the game, that, the full game that came out. It's broken into multi parts, and they don't even know how many parts the game is going to be. It's going to be a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a long game. Be. But yeah, they they uh, the original creative team behind Final Fantasy VII is the team behind this remake. They brought pe- nice. a lot of the people back, and yeah. it's it's very weird. Like I've seen. Some things I don't even think it's really like a classic Final Fantasy RPG. I think it is mainly mm-hmm. like an action RPG, but they oh, what is it? It's kind of like what they did with um it's kind of like what happened with the new Resident Evil 3 that came out last week. Yeah, last week where mm-hmm. it's the same but it's completely different where, you know, it follows I think the linear story, but mm-hmm almost a completely different path of the story kind of like you know like hiking you can either take the the rough trail or the really easy trail and i guess the way to describe it would be you're using that you're going on the trail you never went before but yeah, yeah. The same destination well and that's probably for the best because then you're not going to get bored i suppose like no, I, mean, I don't know those final fantasy 7 nerds are it, it could have been a complete redo of the yeah. game where it's just upped graphics, and those people would still play it and still love it. And yeah, that's true. But that's yeah. like that's why when they make movies based on like books or comics, and it's a little different. Like I, you know, I read the comic. I don't need to watch the comic as a movie and verbatim. 
Like, it, it, otherwise it's not fun. Yeah, but then you get people who get pissy because they deviated too far from the source material. Yeah, I mean, I get that, too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, so. it's kind of a, an all-win and an all-lose, depending on whose point of view you're talking to. Right, right. Uh, also, though, uh, going off, of, I almost put games down, honestly, for collections because I started co- like recollecting old games. And oh, just, yeah. what, two weeks ago, I got Final Fantasy three for the Super Nintendo, the cartridge. Oh, nice. Because uh, yeah. that was that was the first RPG I remember ever playing. And I just like, you know what? I'm an adult. I have disposable income now. Uh, and so I looked on eBay and I found a cheap copy yeah. that had a, like a chip in the casing and then it, when i got it it fell apart in my hands so it's nice. actually a piece of junk but i didn't pay as much as most copies of the game are uh so it's hanging on my wall but it looks nice which final fantasy 3 is final fantasy 3 because aren't they different for so, uh, english and, Amer- and three, japan so this is actually final fantasy 6 oh okay so okay. It, it can't it was released for the super nintendo in america as three because it was the third one i think that came here okay uh but that's the first Final Fantasy, first RPG I remember ever playing. I guess, I mean, I do remember watching my brother play um, something that I, I thought it was Zelda growing up, but then I realized it was something completely different, but something for the Nintendo. Secret um, of Mana? Yes, I think it was probably yep. that. Um, that's, that's everything. Anytime someone says, I remember a video game that reminds me of Zelda, but it wasn't Zelda, <laughs> the answer is Secret of Mana. Is there a lot of, Secret like, of flan or, like, Jelly monsters. Yeah. It's Japan. Yeah. I was gonna say that's like every well, yeah. thing I've ever played. Yeah. But that's all I remember is like this little dude with a sword fighting jelly monsters. Uh but I never I never got to play that because it was my brother's Nintendo. Uh but yeah, Final Fantasy three is the first game I remember ever like RPG I remember playing and just loving. Uh so I finally got a copy of that. That's yeah, the for one sure. that was re released for PlayStation. Yep, I got yeah. that too. That one was Final Fantasy five and six on a two uh, on a two uh, disc pack, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then right. uh, I think they released everything, all of them except for like number three. There's Probably. like one, one and two, four and Chrono Trigger, and yeah, five and, and six. Five and six, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got I got the Chrono, yeah, I got all of those and Chrono Cross and. I have Sukaden hanging on my wall. That's a game that I don't know that many people have played, but it's great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anybody else want to talk about game, video games? I don't play a lot of video games. I have... I think I have less than 10 Xbox games, and that's honestly about it. And I think... Uh, six of them... Six, uh, six of them are Halo games, and the other four <laughs> wow. are the Dead Rising games. And that's about it right on i forgot that you were into halo what i forgot that you were that into halo i like halo um (laughs) the last one was pretty bad Uh, yeah yeah and uh yeah the fifth one yeah the fifth one it wasn't called five but uh the story was i here's the thing there's two real types of video game players and two types of Halo players. There's the people that buy it and just want to play multiplayer, and then there's the people who like the campaign. I've always been someone who's appreciated campaign and stories. I've always liked the... Oh, Halo has a good campaign. That's it a good has story. Good, yeah, it has a good campaign, and it has a good story, and I'm always baffled when I've always met people who are like, I've never played the campaign, I only play multiplayer, because oh, it's man. famous for multiplayer, and... Really? I, oh, yeah, Halo was I don't, huge. 
I don't play multiplayer games, I guess. So I, I, I play a couple, but not really anything. But yeah, I always liked the mythology, the background. And yeah. the biggest problem with the Halo games later on is, well, like Halo 1 through 3 and some of... Halo 1 through 3 and 4, uh, some of 4, it was pretty much you could play the game and you could understand everything in the game and be okay. Yeah. When Bungie left Microsoft and Microsoft created 343 Industries, which created Halo 4, Halo 5, and others, um, they started focusing really, really deep in all of the books and shit like that. Mm. And so if you are not like a diehard Halo fan that reads all of the books and the graphic novels and plays all the games, like everything, excuse me, even like the shitty RTS games, <laughs> um, you're kind of going to go into these games and you're kind of going to turn your head a few times. And, yeah. uh, and that's kind of a problem I think a lot of people had with the last one is it really, really dug into the mythology that's in books and stuff. And even I kind of was like, oh, whatever. And so, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's supposed to be a new Halo coming out this year, but due to COVID, wow. it's probably it's supposed to be a launch title with the new Xbox. And uh, a lot of things have said that the new consoles are going to be delayed because of this. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. It's yeah. very possible that game's not going to come out, but it is honestly a Halo game that I kind of look at and go, I don't really care if I'm going to get it or not. It is also a game that's not just going to be for the new console. They are going to make two versions. And mm. so mm. it's one of those that I kind of am like, I could spend 60 bucks and play this, but it's also at a point where I'm like, or I could not. So <laughs> we'll see. I mean, that option. Yeah, I mean, Lee and I have played multiplayer a couple times. We've done multiplayer in Halo a couple times at nights in the past and stuff. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I don't play too much multiplayer. I'm Yeah, I've always been someone that uh, I don't mind multiplayer as long as it's with a group of friends. Because 10 yeah. years ago, me and a lot of my nerd friends that I grew up with, we did have a Halo night. Like every Friday night or every Saturday night. I remember that, yeah, dude. We were playing Halo uh, at a friend's house, and that was a pretty wonderful time. And then they slowly just kind of disappeared. But yeah, we play Halo, we play the Left 4 Dead games, and those yeah, that were the, used fun. To be the the whole reason to have Xbox Live was just to play Halo with friends. Like, yeah, that was it. That's it was the only it reason was, I ever had it. <laughs> yeah, and the biggest yeah. problem that I had with my friends are some of my friends they didn't like to lose, so we only could play like four player games. And mm -hmm. never wanted to play on the 16-player games because they wanted to win. And if they couldn't beat the 10-year-olds on Xbox Live, then they're just going to pound Matt in the corner with the shotgun for two hours until Matt finally says, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah, because I'm, I mean, I am someone who plays video games. I mean, we all kind of are. We all play super games fairly loosely and yeah i i think it took me probably five years before i finally like got my quote-unquote money's worth out of my xbox so yeah i can't just jump in and play and be good i'm not good at anything in video games yeah. except 
maybe Chrono Trigger, and that's like the only one, just because I've played it so many times. But yeah. it's never video games are something I enjoy watching above all else because most of my YouTube shows channels that I watch it's just people playing video games. I don't buy video games. I wait and watch them on YouTube. I just mm-hmm. finished a 26 part uh, Until Dawn walkthrough. That sounds awful. It's <laughs> just because it's also Until Dawn. Good contribution, Lee. Yeah, yeah I do what I can. It had, it had Peter Stormare in it, so I mean, there's that, but then you got to see pre Oscar winning Remy Malik in it. Yeah. And hey, Speaking of pre-Oscar winning Remy Malik, um, Tom, you have uh, one more. Oh collect- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to keep things moving. Yeah, no, that's a really good transition. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I uh, I play Warhammer 40k and I have for almost 20 years, which startled me when I realized that. Um, um it's called it's called Deathblow, is it not? It's it is called Deathblow. Um, okay. Yes, that is correct. My mom calls it Deathblow, and so that's what we call it, Deathblow. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so so I played it for a really long time, and um, you know I like I have I had a, a, a like rough count this morning, um, and I probably have like between six and seven hundred individual models for the game, because um, it's just you gotta have a lot. It's a disease. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I, I didn't really think I'd, like, pick, like, a specific, like, oh, this is my favorite thing I ever painted, or, you know, I don't know. Like, mm. I'm not a great painter. I, I just like them to look good on the table uh, to be a little more immersive when you're playing the game. But uh, about a year ago, uh, I was actually visiting um, the Half Price Bookstore in Cedar Rapids, and they happened to randomly have a, uh, a box of they're called tau fire warriors and it was one of the first units that i ever bought and they had one that was the old box from like 2001 the same box art and everything the same models and so i bought it and i was like dang i'm keeping this box like it's cool to have like mm-hmm. this is, like i don't have any of the the box i got there's boxes i throw them away yeah. um but uh but it's it's really cool to kind of have that now i have it on display on my little my little shelf uh, down in my game room, uh, and it's just kind of fun to to kind of think back to the the uh, inciting incident that uh, led to me losing a lot of time and money over a <laughs> couple of decades. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I guess that's really all I uh, all I wanted to to say about that. I guess I'll take a so <laughs> the 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 40k stuff. Like you get those, and they're just like little gray figurines. Yes, yeah, a, a lot of them are multi-part. Um, oh, okay. Oh, so you, they're like little model kits. Yeah, so you, you got to build the guys or build the tanks. Some of them, though, like some of the characters and stuff are just like single part models. Although I guess that's that's something that is kind of fun is that since I've been playing the game for a long time, I do have a lot of models and things that are old and out of date. And so mm. sometimes they update them, sometimes they don't. And they just sort of phase things out. They used to make a lot of models out of pewter, which is a soft metal and it's yeah. real heavy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I have a lot of old pewter models, which is fun. And like all of my friends who who are newer to the game, are always very jealous of like, oh, it's so heavy, it's so cool. Like it's silly, like it sounds weird mm-hmm. when I say it, but like when you're playing the game, it makes a big difference if you like 
I don't know. There's just something yeah. about the feel of it, like slamming down this thing that weighs like a half a pound versus just a bunch of little tiddlywink plastic guys, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Are there a lot of people who like 3D print those now or no? There there are. Um, okay. I I think legally they're not supposed to uh, oh, yeah, tournaments, probably. print things. Oh, yeah. No, you can't use them in, in tournament gaming. But uh, like you're not supposed to make models that already exist. Right. Um, but there's a lot of people that do it. You know, there's a whole side of the game that's like the the hobby element is like building things, and so uh, a lot of people do conversions where they like mash things together to make different units or just make their units look a little mm -hmm. bit more interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, a lot of people use 3D printing now for that. I, I have not ventured into that field because I mm -hmm. don't really know anything about it. But uh, there is some pretty cool stuff out there these days. Mm -hmm. of that. Very cool. Anybody else on 40K? Oh, no. I had a couple <laughs> free figures that I got from uh, Comic-Cons. Oh, cool. But uh, my son picked up, like, a starter set, and uh, we opened it. And <laughs> I think that's about as far as we've got with it. Good story. Yep, yep that sounds so, good. So, you know, we're hardcore. That's what we do. I know my uh, my young cousin, when he moved up here uh, 12 years ago, he or 13 years ago, he's he was like, I think, 12 or something at the time. And I, I don't know what it brought up, but I think I just asked him, what do you like to do in your free time? And he said he plays Warhammer 40K back in uh, when the, he, they lived, I think, in either Texas or New Mexico at the time. I said, sweet, I have a lot of friends that play that. And I asked, who do you play with? And he was like, oh, I play with just a lot of guys uh, at the library and stuff. I said, oh, do you go to school with them? No, they're all 30 and 40. <laughs> and he's a 12-year-old boy. And yeah. um, the funny thing was is he's a 12-year-old kid. I asked him, I said, oh, do you get like a lot of the stuff for Christmas from your parents? He said, no, he played with, he played with pen and paper. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he Isn't essentially that just was Dungeons and Dragons at that point. Uh, yeah, kinda. How <laughs> <laughs> hmm, about that? I mean, it's mostly just a game of of rolling dice, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's entirely possible to do it with no models at all. But well, so it's just are cool. it's just an RPG, but you're playing it on a table. Yeah, because really, that's all like Final Fantasy and stuff does. It's just throwing dice. It's just electronic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sure. I think actually, uh, what was it? Star Wars Knights of the Knights of the Old Republic. Like when you read, like the like in the game when it's like the tutorials to show you how to do the fighting, it even calls it rolling the dice. I think. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it's all all that shit is just digital dice playing in those games. Right, but it was just funny <laughs> that like that game, like just that's what that game even called it. Like as opposed to just saying like random chance or percentage or something, it just says like there's a dice roll and you either win and get the hit or not. It's like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> right but yeah anyway okay um I i'm think, next on the what oh go Tom. oh i was just gonna say i i think well yeah yeah thank <laughs> you. um i was just gonna say since we're we're already going long maybe we should have lee uh lee go and then yeah. uh if we if we want we could do another episode of of collectibles with dexter and that next week i mean I don't oh know. sure 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 i'm i it doesn't matter to me i mean i have nothing going on so that's a good plan, uh, just in case, since, yeah. Go, Lee. Yeah, awesome. No, uh, I kind of have a obsessive, uh, well, I guess borderline obsessive nature to me, so I collect way too much stuff. It's called a uh, hoarder. You're a hoarder. 
Right. I'm, yeah. There's a word. no. I mean, if my wife, yeah, my wife would agree with that. I am a hoarder. Um, <laughs> it's just paths. So, no, I mean, I've paths uh, and walkways at his house. Yeah, lots of newspapers. <laughs> yeah, it's right? all called it's, collecting. It's, it's newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I've uh, obviously, I mean, like a lot of us, I've collected comics since I was about ten years old, and you know, I'm, I'm a year away from forty, so uh, I got you know almost 30 years worth of comics taking up space in my basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of chromium covers down there. It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. What, what's, uh, what's like an early comic you remember collecting or reading, yeah. I guess? You know, the, the first like comic I remember reading uh, was Rom the Space Knight. From mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Rom's awesome. Which I think, honestly, I think, you know, my brother's, I had two older brothers, and I'm sure they probably got it. And I was like, this is sweet. It's about a robot, and he fights with a sword. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, uh, the second comic I remember reading was Muppet Babies from Marvel oh Comics. <laughs> wow. So. Marvel um, was printing some weird stuff back in the day. Yeah, they had a lot of weird. It was kind of crazy. No, I mean. Uh, or it's just weird that they like, got, like, franchises like that. Yeah. No, in, like, the 90s, you know, I was big in the X-Men, Superman, and all that stuff. Um, you know, the death of Superman, the breaking of Batman's back, uh, the age of apocalypse and the X-Men series. Spoilers. Jeez, man. I know, right? Hey, yo, 30 year old spoilers. I haven't read them yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You saw Dark Knight Rises. You're fine. Yeah, that counts. That counts. All it takes is an old man in a prison to pop a fractured spine back into place. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that part in the comic, but apparently it worked. Yeah, um, the comic took six months of re- rehabilitation. Yeah, but no, after uh, after that, I started getting way more into like independent stuff. Um, you know, like the stuff of uh, Jim Mafood and um, Ed Piscor, stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I've really been in the independent stuff more more than that. Um, and horror, I really got into horror, horror stuff. So, yes, let's let's specify horror. Uh, <laughs> scary right. stuff but yeah no so that's, that's kind of what my comics are i kind of started leaning towards the weirder um independent books and not so much in mainstream as, as i used to be so mm-hmm. as it should but, be yeah it's so much i mean there's so much more interesting stuff going on with the independent scene so are there still are there a lot of series that you uh like what are some of the series you're collecting still like now so i very rarely uh pick up mainstream series anymore mm-hmm. uh, the new 52 when dc did that i was getting all 52 books for about four months because wow. um, i worked at a comic shop I was, it was easy to get everything and read oh it sure yeah um but i uh, after that i kind of i think i burnt myself out so i kind of went to the point where i was just like get um event books and bring those home and then it just got to the point where it was like, all right, this is two issues. I guess I'll get this. And then it just got to the point where it's like, well, this looks messed up. I'm, I'm just going to get this. So, yeah, and eventually I, I, I don't think I really collect any anything from Marvel or DC anymore at all. Awesome. Which is, are you, which is are you like currently – are you keeping up with anything right now or do you just go and buy random things that look good? No, I just buy a lot of random stuff. Okay. Um, I go, you know, um, doing the Comic Cons that I've started to do. I, I pick mm-hmm. up the books there yeah. from as that are selling and um, finding so like you, 
Etsy shops and stuff like that. You can find all sorts of like. So, so you're like really focused on like small press at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. You know, I think those are the guys living the life that I thought I would be living. So. <laughs> Well, from what I understand, it's very glamorous. It's super glamorous. Healthcare is as far as the eye can see. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working yeah. for pennies and dancing for chicken. Yeah, dude. So, but no, comics has been a has probably been the one consistent collection I've had throughout right. my life. Um, okay. You know, when I was little, I used to collect action figures, and I still used to get those quite a bit up until mm-hmm. you know my early twenties and I uh, mid twenties. And Children. I still went down the toy toy aisles, and I'm like, I kind of want to buy that, and then I don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, I had all these toys from Star Wars Episode One, and I sat down with my kids, and we opened every single one of them one day. It was wow. awesome. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And that's when your kids looked and said, Dad, these are really gay. And you're like, you're five. <clears throat> I was 22 when this movie came out, and I loved it. I did. I did love it. <laughs> So, but yeah, I was uh, I was 18, you ass. Um, <laughs> and dressed as a, a Jedi and all, and waiting in line. Yeah, good times. You have that George uh, Hanks. But no, after I, I mean I, I collect uh, um, Kevin Smith memorabilia. Like yeah, um, I have way too much Kevin Smith stuff for yeah, 40 animated action. Yeah, one you have too much. I mean, I have all of the in-action figures boxed and hanging on the wall and signed. And, like, I mean, I have – it's just too much. All of his movies, um, all so of his books. So you've met him? I have met him three three or four times. Three? Three. I think oh, wow. three. Twice at a con and two at that – and once at that Q&A like a year ago? Or I, that didn't I didn't get to meet him at that. But, no, I, I met him I met him twice – or all three times were at a con. Oh, so. wow. But uh, the one time was actually like, you know, just in the hall and we sat there talking for like a half hour, which was pretty sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Um, did, you, did you try to go to be in his movie? Uh, you know, I did. Uh, actually, <laughs> it's funny. Um, I was not expecting that. That's funny. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I met him. The first time I met him was at 99, but I, I met him again in 2005. And I was actually making a, a movie of my own that was like a mockumentary about comic book nerds. And <laughs> I asked him to do a scene for me and he did. So I actually have that oh, on wow. video somewhere. Oh, that's uh, awesome, dude. So that's yeah. So cool. It's pretty- Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith was in it. Josh Whedon was in it. Uh, oh, wow. Jason Lewis did a scene. Uh, Billy yeah. West from Futurama did a scene. How did I you a- not make this? I, he I did. Don't- I did did. make it. You showed it to me, and as far as I recall, the thing that Kevin Smith said in your in the in his part isn't the most flattering thing. Oh no, it was that Lee follows him around, and basically he's he's talking about me, and he says uh, that I follow him around everywhere. And one time I offered him a BJ, and Mm. it wasn't it wasn't cool because I've got short hair. But if I if I had long hair, he would have gladly accepted because. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was pretty funny, and I mean, wow. it was it was pretty cool. They started talking about getting kicked off an airplane, and it just derailed. Yeah, right. Too bad, to fly, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I can uh, tell you right now, someday you're gonna do it. Getting rid of all those comics is kind of a relief. Yeah, I was actually down in my. Uh, 
in my basement room where I have all of my collections. Um, and I was just like, oh my gosh. How many like, I'm looking at my real Ghostbusters firehouse from 1987. And oh, I'm just like, man. Is, this, is this supposed to be here still? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That Chinese yeah. lead paint uh, all over it. But no, like like most of us, uh, I've I'm a huge video game nerd, um, and I have every. Lee Nintendo plays video games more than all of us. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have every Nintendo system from the NES, or, or I should say Nintendo console, yeah. uh, from the NES on down in my hooked up to a TV. You still have them, okay? They're all hooked up. Do you uh, regularly play them? Yeah, every now and then. I was playing uh, Tiny Toon Adventures last oh, week. Oh, so I remember that. Um, that was a good game. So, uh, yeah, I, I play the Donkey Kong Countries at least once a year on my SNES, um, mm. which is funny because I got the, the classic NES and the classic Super Nintendos um, when those came out like two years ago, and I still play the, the originals way more. Um, well, yeah, because it's really fun to be <laughs> frustrated when the cartridges don't work. Oh, it's so much fun. Is it part of the experience? No, it is not. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. But no, so, yeah, I've, I've, I, I hooked them all up, and you know the kids are down there playing with all these old video game systems, and does a, it does my heart proud. Yeah. See, everybody says blowing on the cartridge is all about is what it's all about, and you know there's a 65 year old Japanese designer in Japan hearing this and stabbing himself with a sword out of dishonor. Because he's like, no, that is not what I wanted. They're supposed to be perfect. So that was the worst Japanese impression I think I've ever heard. I don't know. I've seen 16. I've seen uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, good call. Yeah. Okay. Um, But no, so I have like every Nintendo system and Xbox and I've been playing. I play my Switch probably every day. So. Red. Yeah. Hmm. I'm a, I'm a nerd. It's whatever though. But yeah, as a, as you know, I got married and started uh, raising a family. It, it kind of took a backseat. The video games are still yeah. still there. The comic books and majority of the other stuff, not so much. But you know, what are you gonna do? Hey, that's okay because in 2020, comic books aren't really a thing anymore anyway. <laughs> yeah, after the pandemic, probably not. Yeah. I was hoping it'd become our form of currency. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I've been hoarding bottle caps too, but uh, yeah, you're still on those bottle caps. <laughs> Not actual bottle caps, like Willy Wonka bottle caps. No, no bottle caps. Dexter <laughs> loves. Dexter thinks the world's gonna turn into Fallout. <clears throat> Well, that's not actually true. But when when we got our, our the current president, I was spouting around for everyone that needs to start hoarding bottle caps. No one believed me, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah, probably should. I mean, everyone thought it was going to be nuclear fallout, but we just weren't expecting it. Though. Anyway, didn't mean to get political. All right. Uh, <laughs> anything else? What have we been recording for maybe an hour? Give it a little mm, less. About than forty-five minutes, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think I have. You know, Matt's pretty familiar with what I'm into. In terms, I'm trying of, to think of uh, anything. I mean, I do. I have a lot of movies, and my yeah. my problem with movies is that, uh, you know, I managed a video store for eight years, so I was able to get just so many movies that I amassed. And we, you, you were at that store and it closed. Uh, no. no, I was not. Oh, you were uh, okay. 
No, I left there, but I got out. I saw the industry was good. I was like, you know what? I don't think this is going to last much longer. Yeah. Well, mostly I was wondering if you were able to like leave with a, like a ton of movies or something. No, you know, it's funny though. There was one year I, I, uh, I, we remade a, or not remade, but remodeled a uh, video store and the yeah. entire attic was a distribution center for the entire district. And I got like, I think I got over 300 VHSs of just wow. dumb stuff. Wow. And I'm like, what am I going to do with all these? <laughs> I think that's the, that's an okay thing to say because I can't understand anybody who collects VHSs. Yeah. yeah. After, you still after, have them? Yeah. Uh, they're probably back in my parents' house somewhere uh, still. Say you just throw them up on eBay, see what happens. Oh, yeah. 50 cents if that, like 10 Maybe cents. some stuff that's not on DVD, man. Oh. You, like, you can only get it on DVD. <laughs> like Rad? Yeah. Like yeah, the like, Rad, you can only get on VHS. And Night Come Court. Yeah, Night Court, man. Think about Night Court. <laughs> Mr. Rogers wasn't even on DVD for a long time. Well, it was, you know, I mean, it was but a I, daily show for 50 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, they were still yeah. airing, even though it wasn't new. I think, yeah. I think it's on, it's either on Netflix or Amazon Prime now. I'm not sure. Because it's we, like Bob, that's like Bob Ross. Bob Ross is all on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I, I've talked about this with some people. I cannot understand, uh, like still collecting or watching on VHS. I've never been able to. I get it. Oh, it's not on DVD or anything because it's not fucking good. Okay. And I really just can't understand. Like we have a friend who I, I always love telling this story. Dexter, I don't know if you, you've probably heard it, but it's when one of our friends was moving away and we had a movie day at my house you weren't there for this, Dexter, and okay. uh, we were going to watch The Room. I didn't tell anybody. I just said, we're going to watch a movie. Mm, and that's when you guys all watched that. Yes, we watched The Room at my place, and you I invited my, I invited my buddy time. over and said, hey, we're going to watch a movie. It's going to be a surprise. So it was me, Tom, our friend Trey, and Kyle. And Kyle showed up, and I didn't realize it was May 4th. So Kyle showed up with the Star Wars trilogy in its original VHS. And I kind of just looked and said, I don't own a VCR. It's 2015. <laughs> I, I don't. And I've had this conversation with him multiple times because he is stuck in the 80s. But it's one of those things where it's like, I don't even know where you get a VCR. And the, con- and the thing is always a pawn shop. And it's like, I'm not going to a pawn shop and buying a VCR. I don't even think my television has the ability to hook up a VCR. And VCRs I, are expensive, man, too. They are expensive, <laughs> but it's like, I guarantee you. The goddamn adapter to hook a VCR up to an HD TV is probably more than what the VCR costs now. Uh, yeah. That's why you just keep your old CRT TVs, man. All right, we're ending this call with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you can play the old Nintendo is with an old CRT TV. Uh, yeah, the tube. Yeah. I mean, what do you do when you have to repair the tube? Uh, you, 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 you get in a time machine and go back there and get a repairman that'll fix it. I honestly don't know where, but I guarantee you in the era we live in, all of the damn hipsters that live off VCRs and stuff like that, I guarantee you can find one and say, Hey man, my VCR ate a tape. Can you fix it? And they will fix it for you. I don't know that there are people who still really do that. Are there? 
I guarantee. Um, okay. Like well, VHS people? Is that a thing? Like eight track people? I'm gonna do there something. Is a, I mean, if you're on Twitter, there is a huge um, film Twitter, as they call it, uh, a huge crowd of people that still love VHS and collect it with and trade throughout and stuff like that. So. All right. I, um. Who knew and why? I, look, I, I just looked up on YouTube VCR repair and oh, there's plenty. There's plenty. You can learn. Mm, good. Oh, Mad TV so. call to VCR repair shop. I bet that's good. <laughs> I'm still I'm totally okay with my giant floppy disk movie player. Floppy disk movie player? It's the thing I sent pictures of last month. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Is it Laserdisc? What is that? No, no, it's it's video. It's uh just it's called a video disc. Yeah. Okay. It's just a giant floppy disc that you insert in. It plays half the movie, spits it out. You turn it over and put it in. It's pre It's pre, I think it's pre Laserdisc because it was like late seventies. It's pretty wow. much it. I think it was kind of the competitor for the Betamax. What's the the competitor for the Betamax was VHS. Well, I think it was it was still one of those attempts to it though, wasn't it? Like, I mean, I, I don't think, know. I think it would have been probably mid '80s, I would imagine. <sighs> I don't know. I just they remember were, I have. They were concurrent for a while. They didn't. The CEDs didn't last very long because they they sucked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, they weren't really good. I mean, my, the only reason we had one is because my dad was a techie guy. He wanted. My dad was an old soul. He loved history and all that stuff, but he loved technology. So we had that. We had the first VCR, first retail VCR when it was like $600. My dad spent a tax return on it. And so, like, that's the whole reason I have this thing is just because it was his. But it's like I don't have the cables for it or anything. And the last time I knew, I don't even think it works. The VHD is what it was called. That's what it was, yeah. Eighties. Yeah, it was in the it was in the eighties, like mid eighties. Hmm. I think. Well, like, what was the um the quality? Is it like VHS quality? I guess. Or? Uh, I I mean, you're you're really talking to someone who doesn't really tell quality with stuff. I was yeah. kind of against Blu-rays for about five years because I literally can't tell the difference between them, except for like maybe aspect ratio and that's kind of it but mm. i'm someone who literally loves the lord of the rings movies i can watch the the dvds that i have and i can watch the blu-rays and i can't tell the difference the only movie yeah. that the only time i can tell a difference is say like my favorite movies jaws i can tell the difference between the dvd and the blu-ray but i think that's probably due to remastering more than anything else yeah i remember the first time i experienced hd it was i was at my it was uh the flood of 08 and i stayed at my aunt and uncle's house and uh they had like an hd tv so it was like the first hd tv i really like got to watch tv on and it had the hd state like channel and the regular channel and so we like we were flipping back and forth between them and it was david letterman i think at the time and i was just like wow he's so old because, like, on HD, like, you, it's, it's just intense how old he is. And then you go back to the regulars, it's like, he just kind of looks old. But it was so weird. We just kept flipping back and forth. You yeah, remember his teeth is so much more prominent. Oh, yeah. yeah right? <laughs> uh, do you remember HD DVDs? 
Oh yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, was that the, the red one? Definition, yeah, dude. Those were the things that were competing with Blu-ray as the next yeah. step after DVDs, and uh, I think. I don't remember. I'm sure they made players for it, but I do very much remember Xbox was hardcore about it to the point where they you could buy an external HD DVD player, and I knew someone that had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen them at the bookstore a couple of times. They're pretty funny. Yeah, they're pretty cheap too. I mean, I have a buddy who bought one, and yeah, it was the thing about it is with with all. Uh, forms of media whatever the porn industry backs up is usually what is going to succeed and that's what happened with vhs and that's what that's what happened with blu-ray i'm glad we have you here uh no that's that is 100 true now i need to ask this lee and i'm not sure if you can tell me maybe tom or tom can dexter can um what (laughs) thanks um well when i ask you'll know why i say yeah yeah no i i'm i i understand what uh what made streaming big was it netflix movie streaming or was it porn yeah i think we know the answer to that you think so yeah i mean honestly and and the only reason i know this is because when i was working at the video store was when the whole debate between hd and blu-ray came out and it was there was like a big article about it in one of our magazines that we got all the time and i was like "I, i guess that makes a lot of sense. I remember on like, radio stations, they talked about it. Like, it was it was kind of a thing that it wasn't even like someone who had to like know pornography, but it was a conversation piece in the late 2000s because yeah. Blu-ray did defeat HD DVD. And the conversations were always it's because of the porn industry and the porn uh, like they go where um, like porn is one of the biggest like medias it just is i mean not even it sounding gross or anything it just is and to play, to play devil's advocate though blu-ray is also developed by sony um sony pushes it yeah yeah I mean, so, so the, you know uh, that's that's not nothing it's not like hd dvd didn't have backing but um but sony just had a lot more and they were able to i think that they just had a better marketing strategy well than yeah and every ps3 had a blu-ray player in it well the Xbox, Xbox to go out and buy an external. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so I, I definitely think that that the the porn industry had a big part to play, and it was maybe kind of the death knell of like, all right, this is it. This it was is, the nail. This is the deciding factor. Yeah. But I, I do think that it was going to be headed that way regardless. I always wondered that. I mean, I was someone who wasn't a biggest fan of PlayStation anymore at the time. I think I had a PlayStation 2 that just dumped on me all the time. So I was someone who was like pretty welcoming to get an Xbox and stuff. But I remember I was I was pushing for HD DVD just because I didn't like the name of Blu-ray. And I mean, now, you know, it's I don't know. It's very weird. The move, the physical. The media department is different now. I mean, we're finally in 2020 deviating from combo packs anymore. A lot of movies now don't even come with a DVD anymore. Uh, yeah. They're just they're just coming. I mean, it, they're still around. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of the movies that I've gotten lately, it strictly says Blu-ray plus digital copy, and that's it. Mm. Like, over yeah. the past year, I've been yeah. noticing that quite a bit now. Is it's like, I mean, it is pretty insane that DVD is still around. But Blu-ray players are still pretty expensive. Really? 
Yes. I mean, I mean, we'd watched a movie last month at my place and we had to switch to a digital because my Blu-ray player is crap. And I have been wanting to buy a new one. Yeah. The uh, 150 to 200 dollars. Wow. I was surprised. Yeah. Hmm. You I'm looking at one right now at Target for forty nine dollars. Is that the DVD player or is that the Blu-ray player? Here's one at Target for $69. That's still pretty pricey even for something, but literally, you go on Amazon and yeah, they're but you all over $100. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, you buy two. But yeah, I mean, if you're going for the bells and whistles and getting the the one that has like all the streaming services and all that stuff included, I mean, you're, you're going to... You gotta have bells and whistles, though, man. It's 2020. That is true. It's true stuff. I mean, I, you know, to go into the subject, too, just quickly, like, I also collect a lot of movies. Like, that's how Lee and I know each other. And, yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Lee and I know each other solely because he ran that video store in my hometown. That's how and I became friends. And because we both absolutely love movies, and we both have very, very similar tastes in movies. We both pretty much love almost, probably like 90% of our taste is the same, and that's how you know we made a friendship out of it is talking about the same stuff all the time and uh, yeah i think uh i think probably what i have probably between 500 and a thousand movies um to a point where i don't really collect movies that much anymore unless it's like part of a series which is also a problem lee and i both have we like to complete the series the the franchises man like, what have you been? What have you been watching all this weekly? I watched all eight Saw movies. And <laughs> Tom's giggle. I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking for Saw prayers. Is what I'm. <laughs> I'm asking for. Uh, that was. Uh, I actually came downstairs the other day and looked at my wife and I was like, I'm. I'm done. <laughs> I don't think I can do that ever again. <laughs> And well, I love the Saw movies. I just out. got to the point where I was like, I can't. That's just too much. Well, until the reboot comes out, whenever it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what yeah, is- I collect. I mean, if you have movies, you can't just. You're like, oh, that movie's terrible. I don't want it part of my my set. No, I'm sorry. I I'm a, I'm a Batman movie f- fanatic. I'm gonna have Halle Berry's Catwoman in there. But that's that's <laughs> not that's not a Batman movie. That's like punishment. not even a Catwoman. Why movie? would you do it, that it to is, yourself? It is a Batman character movie. Which I I don't know. There's another movie you have in your collection to be a completist that I won't forgive you for. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to to go into depth on this. Yeah, one. there's a couple, but I'm talking about Electra. Yeah, I have Electra. Oh, um. So do you know. own every superhero movie ever? Uh, for, you know, I, I used to buy every single uh, comic book based movie. Um, mm-hmm. It just got to be too much. I think I have more than you do now because you don't collect yeah. the MCUs. I do not. I, I, it's funny. I collect all the DC movies, but I will not get all the Marvel. You Why? poor bastard. <laughs> you got that backwards, man. I know. I know. I know. We talk about no, this. I've always been a DC guy, so I'm going to buy the DC movies, but I'll uh, see the. I'll see the Marvel movies in the theater or, or later on on Disney Plus, but I'm not going to go buy them. Uh, yeah. 
But I'm yeah. going to put my money. I'm. You can damn well be sure I'm going to buy freaking Birds of Prey here when it comes out. <laughs> uh, um, a friend of mine, Jason, who you know, Jason Danielson, he uh, he watched it last night. He said he was very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I heard it was all right. Tomorrow night, so it's only six bucks to rent. So why not? That's not awful. I mean, I mean, you could just wait until Tuesday and rent it for a buck seventy-five at Net Redbox. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know. I'm the opposite. I own every MCU movie, and I don't own a single DCU film. Not you even like the refuse. one I like, Shazam. You you like refuse to watch most of the DC movies. I've been let down too many times. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I, uh, I saw Shazam. I liked Shazam. I had a lot of like. I had a lot of problems with it. I mean, yeah. the best comparison you can say for Shazam, it's Tom Hanks is big, but with superpowers. Right. And that's cool. That's movie. Uh, I've never seen. I haven't even seen the good DC movies though. I have never seen Wonder Woman, and I've never seen Aquaman. I haven't seen Aquaman either. It's it just doesn't do anything for me. I think it's because hey, like I don't I don't get the charisma that Jason Momoa gives off. I, it's it's all right if you guys want to see the same formulaic uh, movies over and over with the same uh, villain that is basically the exact opposite of the hero, you know? Don't, don't you and I go and see movies. all those movies together, though, if I'm not seeing it with Tom and Dexter? Usually, but, you know, let's <laughs> just not go into that. Um, <laughs> we're not here to talk about that. We're not talking about that, per se. <laughs> I mean, uh, talking about the Snyder Cut, damn it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, Jesus uh, Christ. Oh, my God. My, hey, my computer's running out of juice right now after that comment. Uh, speaking of which, we should probably be wrapping this up. Uh, we're running out of an hour. We're running out of internet power. Yeah, we're, we're soaking up the internet. People need that because they're at home Actually, doing nothing. I can hear Twitter starting to band behind Lee over the Snyder Cut now. (laughs) Release it. You know they have it. Somebody's got it. Nobody. No, they don't. They're going to release that. They're going to release the cat's butthole cut. Oh, yeah. What? What is this? The cat's butthole cut. Apparently there was a cut of the movie Cats where they they all had buttholes. Nobody needs that. Nobody nobody even needed the the movie. Yeah, but now that we're stuck with the movie... Shouldn't uh, we have one with buttholes? Oh, yeah. He's got oh, a point. I mean, I've yeah. got a point. I, I will watch, I'd rather watch, I will watch Catch before I watch some of those DC movies that I just don't want to bother with. But the thing is, I want to watch Cats in, um, and Lee, you're going to see it sometime too, because it's a movie that, it was a genuine movie that came out and it was kind of the 2019 room where the movie is intentionally bad and people are probably going to love it in a couple of years, ironically. And nothing made me laugh more than when I found out it actually came out to video this week, one facing at Walmarts. Oh, wow. Nice. On their end, yeah. On the, all their end caps and stuff like that. It's all these movies. And I walked past it and I saw one facing of cats on the rack and I went, Oh, you didn't hmm. want to do a big cardboard drop of it. Wow. Guess not. I mean, Ian McKellen, I heard, is really fun in it, but, you know. <laughs> they were like, just just release it during the pandemic. Nobody's going to buy it it's, anymore. It's fine. Don't worry about it. God, they should have done that. They should have. I don't I don't know. Um, oh, speaking of which, uh, I want to know what Lee's take is on uh, Bloodshot. Are you, are you going to see that? Oh, yeah. I actually am looking forward to that because, for one, 
it's the first Valiant character movie, so I really want to see what it's like. I thought they made a Ninjak movie. They never. Yeah. Made, they should have made a Ninjak movie. Oh, okay. I thought awesome. they were. Or that it was like indie or oh, something. Oh no, they did do like a like a internet show. Oh, okay. Anyway, just because I was being released like straight to digital because of all this, because it was supposed to be in theaters right now, wasn't it? It came out in theaters. It came out and thoroughly oh. bombed because it was this, the weekend of when literally everything got shut down. Oh, okay. Well, so. uh, real quick, before we go, since we're talking about movies, what movies do we all want to see this year when they inevitably come out? I don't know. I saw a list, and I wasn't all that excited about it. Like, Wonder Woman, maybe, but... That's pushed back to 2021, I think, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I saw, I've, I've seen a couple of lists of movies, and I've just not... I've been very underwhelmed with movies this year. And maybe I yeah, just forgot about it. There wasn't something. a ton that I'm I was... not really looking, looking forward to anything. Like, I'm looking forward to Spiral, which was the new Saw movie, but, I mean, other than that... I think I the only... Yeah, I was going to ask you what was the name of it because I can't even remember. I think the only movie that I was kind of looking forward to that we don't know anything about was probably that G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie that was filmed with nobody knowing about it. Is that coming out this year? It's supposed to come out in October, and they haven't – I think it's probably getting pushed back. We didn't even get a trailer for it, so it's probably going to get pushed to 2021. But I mean – Yeah, I want to see that. Uh, Lee and I were talking about this week that the real the real crime right now is so nothing's coming out right now. Yeah. When the pandemic ends, movies are going to come out. The real shit thing that's going to happen, though, is <coughs> probably 2021. The reason that movies are most likely getting moved to 2021 is is because there's no movies getting filmed right now to mm-hmm. be released in 2021. Yeah, we're going to have no content like it's oh, yeah. Man. That's the other thing that nobody seems to realize is, like, all yeah. the streaming things are dead. Uh, it's going to be a real sad thing if The Mandalorian – I don't know if The Mandalorian finished or not. But if The Mandalorian didn't finish, that's not coming out this year. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Disney Plus is going to just plummet because no one's going to be using it. But Shows that's are- not true. They've, they've gained so many – subscription oh. just by putting onward on there see i was making a joke um about how people are only using disney plus to watch the mandalorian um nope you know oh you just never you just never come back joke that was a really good joke i liked it ah. oh jesus um Tom's i don't know <laughs> i mean a lot of stuff is a lot of shows are going to be affected by this too like yeah net like people have talked about how netflix is going to have to hit a dry heat pretty soon with the original content because they can't film anything uh the only tv show that i was watching still surprisingly i know was walking dead Cosby show oh no oh well i yeah. well just the just the um is that kind of like the connors at this point it was more it was like the con it, well no it was more like casting couch but with bill cosby so it's you know um uh but yeah i watched the walking dead and their finale was supposed to be tomorrow night they didn't finish production on the 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 season finale when this kicked off so right now the last episode isn't technically the finale but it's the final episode until they can get back up and running and get people in to finish post-production and they said it's not going to be technically a season finale when it's released. It's essentially going to be a special episode. 
And it's also hindered the next season, where the next season's delayed by don't, four weeks. Don't worry, next season they're going to find a group, but they're not what they think they are. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the show in general. I know. I know the show is the joke. That was the joke, man. It's funny. Dude. Yeah, you're not allowed jokes to make like jokes. Dex, too. No. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I know most people dried up with that show, and I'm not going to lie. I dried up pretty bad this spring where I didn't watch the first, like, four episodes. And I think it – I don't know why it was. Maybe it's just because nobody else is watching it that I don't have anyone to really dish with on it anymore. So I wasn't tuning into it, but – I I got plenty of Briscoe County Junior still to watch. Oh man, I'm jealous of that. Mm. I remember watching that what as was, a kid. Freaking Sling Blade just coming to the the podcast there. What was that? I like <laughs> my Briscoe County Junior with my French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. There I it is. Want French okay. fried potatoes. Didn't he eat those with like mayonnaise? What? In the show, didn't he? What? what? No. What am I? Am I completely misremembering that? I think it must so. be. I don't know. I don't maybe know. There's a, there's a scene where he's like making a sandwich, maybe. I don't know. I, wow. Jeez. I was like I six I when I saw that movie. I'm sorry. I don't know. I know that uh, tonight I think I'm going to watch Tropic Thunder, though. It's a decent movie. I'm going to watch my dreams wither and die. Oh, so you're going you're gonna to continue your paranormal activity marathon. Oh, yeah. I got to go into those next. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> Trash. Trash. Well. <laughs> so on that on that note, I guess we should be wrapping things up. Where can uh everybody where can people find you guys? Um, like our address? Oh my god. I'd rather not put that out there for everybody. <laughs> on social media or anything or like that like Victor, your it's funny because maddie maddie wanted you to like share like your social accounts but you um, took it like like it was like your actual geolocation and it was mind. really funny that you like misunderstood that i wouldn't <laughs> mind having <laughs> jexter's geolocation considering i still have never been to his house that he bought five years ago uh no i bought this like a year ago uh-huh. a year and a half ago uh-huh. You see that? Hey, I just got my office. to a new house. You didn't even realize. Yeah, I know. No, I've, been, I've been going to, to my old house once. Three um, times. Okay. Well, anyway, um, you guys can come over after all this is over. Okay. Not like this podcast, but oh. the other stuff. All right, I'll take my seat off. Well, okay. Well, where where can people find you guys online? Okay. Well, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Dexter J or Instagram uh, at the Buzzkill Kid. The Buzzkill Kid, because Buzzkill Kid is some lady. Oh man, Dang lady. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, go on there and block her right now, preemptively. Yeah, good idea. I'm sure, she's nice. I'll do that. I don't know who she is. <laughs> um. I guess you can find me on, uh, well, you can find my comic at, uh, at nexttoos.com or at 515comics.com. Um, and, uh, and I guess I have an Instagram, uh, which is, uh, NyQuil Dreamer. Um, and I think, I think that's it. That's all I, I got to share. What about you, Lee? Cool. Now you can find me on both, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Leaster37. Um, 
Yeah, I share art and uh, musings, and I retweet to try to win stuff. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, you do that. Yeah, you do. What about you, Matt? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Matty0984, and uh, that's about it. My Instagram is kind of my private thing, so it's it's private. So Actually, I I, I have a separate Instagram for not private stuff. I know. I noticed that the other day. And, Am I following uh, you on it? Fo- both of your accounts are following me. I noticed that the other day. Oh, okay. And but no, my my Instagram. I mean, I don't post anything really except pictures of my art and my cat. But it's one of those few things that I personally like to keep private. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my my Twitter. I don't use it very often. Obviously, I'm going to use it for the podcast and everything oh, yeah, like that. My mom sends you tweets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I mean, I don't have I don't have notifications turned on on any social media, so I miss a lot of things. But it's mostly because I have a thing about notifications. I don't like them. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I, I use Twitter for honestly nothing really. But for this, I'm gonna use it. But for mostly that, it's and I mean nobody uses Facebook for anything like that unless there's a group. But I mean, I'm tethered to five one five comics still. So if people were to listen to this and go there, obviously I would see something about that. So, uh, other than that, yep, yeah, no, this is, um, this is recording live episode two. 